What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Hawks on the Hardwood. This is Jay Jack. So today, we're going to talk a little bit more about the new rookies. Now, I know we've already went through um, Trey Young. We reviewed him twice already, pretty much, because we, we talked about him when I was doing his draft prospect review a couple of weeks ago. But also last week, um, I was going over um, his strengths and some of his perceived weaknesses when I was comparing him to Luka Doncic since that trade went down on, on, on draft day. So I'm not going to touch on Trey Young today. Instead, I'm going to give some information for those of you that are not very familiar with our other two new first round picks, Kevin Herter and Omari Spellman. Now, I think both of these guys, they're going to be pretty good players. I think they have a lot of potential to be in the NBA for a long time and to be very helpful um, for the Hawks' success. So, I'm going to talk about that, but first, let me tell you about a great app for your podcast. The app is called the Podcast Republic app. It allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android devices. So, you'll be able to search for the podcasts you want to listen to, select them as favorites, and have them a click away. So, make sure you download this app right away. Again, the app is called Podcast Republic, and it's available on your Android devices. So, go do that, but first, let's get into this episode. Okay, so first let's talk about our number 19th pick, Kevin Herter. So Kevin, he's obviously, I mean, if you're a Hawks fan, you've heard this over and over. He's drawn a lot of comparison to Clay Thompson. And I think a lot of this is because people are saying since we have the um, former assistant GM from Golden State, that he's trying to build a Golden State Warriors 2.0 and turn the Atlanta Hawks into basically another version of the Golden State Warriors. So they're saying that Trey Young is going to be like our version of Steph Curry. And then Herder, of course, is going to be our version of Klay Thompson. Now, of course, there's going to be a lot to prove before those comparisons are really valid. However, I can understand where these people are coming from because the play styles can be very... The skills and the play styles are very similar in a lot of ways. There's some, some comparable um, information there. For instance, um, Clay Thompson, in my opinion, is the best three-point shooter in the NBA. Well, you look at Herter, and Herter is also an amazing three-point shooter. In fact, he shot 42% from the three-point line in his last season at Maryland. Now, Clay, when he was in college, pretty much did the same thing, shooting 41% from the three. Now, Herter shooting 42 from the three and Clay shooting 41. Clay being the best three-point shooter in the NBA, I'm pretty pleased with those statistics. And not only is Kevin Herter a good three-point shooter, but he also can put the ball on the floor and hit it from mid-range. He hits those mid-range shots really well. In fact, he can score score from all over pretty much. He hit 50% from the um from the field shooting um in the two-point range. So 50% from the field and 41% or 42% from the three. That's some pretty impressive shooting there. Now, he's not extremely athletic, but he's not unathletic either. He's 6'6", and he can move well for his size. He stays in front of his man and plays adequate defense. And I think his defense is going to improve. And you've probably heard me say this um, many times before by now. But I think since Coach Pierce is a defensive specialist and he said he's going to build a defensive culture in Atlanta and he's also really focused on player development in fact it seems like his his staff his whole coaching staff seems to be really good at player development I think that 
our young guys especially are really going to learn how to play very good defense or hopefully or they're going to be we're going to be a good defensive team so i'm confident since he seems to have the ability and he can't stay in front of his man that kevin's going to be a pretty good defensive player let's hope he let's hope this actually pans out but he def he's definitely adequate right now so right now, Herter, he has an injured ligament in his hand, so he's not going to participate in the Summer League. So we're not going to see him play until the season starts. But I'm confident that he's going to be a huge asset. He moves well without the ball. Like I said, he's much more than just a spot-up shooter. And his abilities are going to help us space the floor. Atlanta, we actually wanted to trade up to get him, but luckily that wasn't something necessary and we're able to get him with our 19th pick so we're able to keep our assets but we valued him enough that we were willing to give up assets to get him so good news for us we didn't have to give up any assets we're able to keep them and get the guy that we wanted very similar to what happened with trey young who was somebody we wanted a lot and we actually gained assets for him so i'm really pleased with this draft it seems like we came out doing really well now on to the next guy that we picked okay the number 30th pick omari spellman so omari spellman was the power forward for the ncaa champs villanova and once again he's another three-point threat in fact he shot 43 percent from beyond the arc 43 percent so this guy he can really shoot threes very well some people compare him to draymond green of course um he's a better three-point shooter in my opinion than draymond green not that draymond's a bad three-point shooter but they compare him to draymond green to me it seems like because of his ability to his ability to to defend multiple positions and since he's able to defend multiple positions and he has this intensity about him, that's where the comparisons come from. And also, he, he actually made that comparison himself. He said he feels like he's a lot like Draymond Green. So he's not quite as quick as Herder. And he might, in my opinion, even though he can guard multiple positions, he might struggle a little bit with some of the taller centers in the league. However, everybody that I read that were that was reviewing his, his abilities and um, what they feel he might become in the NBA were, they all pretty much agreed that he should be able to defend the five and he should be able to play um, the center position in the NBA because he's so strong. Now, he's only 6'9", so that's why I'm saying that he might have a little bit trouble with the taller centers, but he is athletic and he's strong. Now, he needs to drop a little bit of weight, in my opinion, to be quick enough to do really well against some of the people on the perimeter um, defensively, but he can still guard on the perimeter. So he can guard those multiple positions, and that's something very valuable in the NBA right now. And like I said, his intensity. So this is something that Coach Pierce said. He actually was talking on an interview not too long ago, and he was talking about how Omari had broken a record for a conditioning exercise. So listen to this quote. We did a little bit of a conditioning test, and he's already broken a record here in the Hawks organization, and that was the first time he ran it. He didn't finish standing. He dove at the finish line. So he dove at the finish line now that's some intensity to me and i can see some draymond green <laughs> when you say that because that's something i can kind of picture draymond doing diving at the finish line so that shows his his heart 
his competitiveness. That's something I really like. But not only that, he's a pretty good passer for a big man. He has great footwork. He's also a good rebounder. So I like this pick a lot. Um, I like it because even though people said that he should have went lower in the draft, his work ethic and what I've heard so far from the the, um, the coaching staff in Atlanta makes me very optimistic about him. In fact, this is what our GM Schlenk recently said about Omari. He said, what really stands out about Omari is his passion. With the intensity that he plays with every night, I think the city is going to fall in love with how hard he plays. Now, from my perspective, what goes along great with that is 43% three-point shooting. And I agree. So we have a very intense, hardworking player that can shoot the lights out from beyond arc. That's pretty cool. I think if he works on his post game, because his post game is a little bit lacking, he's going to be so multifaceted with so many weapons that he's going to be in the NBA for a long time. And I think that he is going to blossom into somebody that's going to be very helpful for us. I'll leave with this quote from um, CJ Moore from um, Bleacher Report. This is what he said about Omari. Villanova's greatness was underappreciated until we saw what Wright's team did at the Final Four. It's possible we've also underestimated how good Spellman is because he played more of a complementary role while being surrounded by so much talent. The foundation is there for him to become one of the league's most well-rounded bigs. That sounds great. One of the league's most well-rounded bigs. An intense, hard-working player who could defend multiple positions and shoot three-pointers and help space out the floor. I mean... It sounds like Schlenk is doing a pretty good job right now. Um, of course, there's some more pieces that we definitely need on Atlanta. But for these three draft picks that we got this year, I'm pretty pleased. I think we did really well. Now, I know some people might disagree. Um, if you want to debate this, debate sports with me, hit me up. My Twitter and my Instagram is IamJJock. That's spelled I-A-M-J-A-E-J-O-C. And we could talk sports, but... For now, that's all I have. This is the Hawks on the Hardwood Podcast. This was your host, Jay Jock, and talk to y'all later. Bye.